Good evening. Sorry it's so late. Um, Glenn and I had dinner at my parents' house and we're talking about baby showers and all that good stuff coming up and we lost track of time. So we are a little bit late here, but we are getting started with day number 83. And we are moving right along in Deuteronomy. We are going to be in chapter 2 and we're actually going to read chapter 2 and chapter 3. We'll complete those two chapters tonight in Deuteronomy. So, we will go on and get started. Chapter 2 Then we turned back and headed for the wilderness by way of the Red Sea, as the Lord had told me, and we traveled around the hill country of Sair for many days. The Lord then said to me, You've been traveling around this hill country long enough. Turn north. Command the people. You are about to travel through the territory of your brothers, the descendants of Esau, who lived in Seir. They will be afraid of you, so be very careful. Don't provoke them, for I will not give you any of their land, not even a foot of it, because I have given Esau the hill country of Seir as his possession. You may purchase food from them so that you may eat, and buy water from them to drink. For the Lord your God has blessed you in all the work of your hands. He has watched over your journey through this immense wilderness. The Lord your God has been with you this past 40 years, and you have lacked nothing. So we bypassed our brothers, the descendants of Esau, who lived in Seir. We turned away from the Araba road from, and from Eloth and Ezion-Gebir. We traveled along the road to the wilderness of Moab. The Lord said to me, Show no hostility toward Moab, and do not provoke them to battle, for I will not give you any of their land as a possession, since I have given Ar as a possession to the descendants of Lot. Then Amim, a great and numerous people as tall as Anakim, had previously lived there. They were also regarded as Rephaim, like the Anakim, though the Moabites called them Amim. The Horites had previously lived in Seir, but the descendants of Esau drove them out, destroying them completely and settling in their place, just as Israel did in the land of its possession that the Lord gave them. The Lord said, Now get up and cross the Zered Valley. So we crossed the Zered Valley. The time we spent traveling from Kadesh Barnea until we crossed the Zered Valley was 38 years until the entire generation of fighting men had perished from the camp, as the Lord had sworn them. Indeed, the Lord's hand was against them, to eliminate them from the camp until they had all perished. When all the fighting men had died among the people, the Lord spoke to me. Today, you are going to cross the border at Moab at Ar. When you get close to the Ammonites, do not show any hostility to them or provoke them, for I will not give you any of the Amorites' land as a possession. I have given it as a possession to the descendants of Lot. This too, or this too used to be regarded as the land of Rephaim. And the Rephaim lived there previously, though the Ammonites called them Zemzumim, a great and numerous people to all as Anakim. The Lord destroyed Rephaim at the advance of the Ammonites, so that they drove them out and settled in their place. This was just as he had done for the descendants of Esau, who lived in Seir, when he destroyed the Orites before them. They drove them out and had lived in their place until now. The Kaphtorim, who came from Kaphtor, destroyed the 
Avites, who lived in the village as far as Gaza, and settled there in their place. The Lord also said, Get up and move out. Cross the Arnon Valley. See, I have handed the Amorites King Sihon of Heshbon and his land over to you. Begin to take possession of it and engage him in battle. Today I will begin to put the fear and dread of you on the peoples everywhere under heaven. They will hear the report about you, tremble, and be in anguish because of you. So I sent messengers with an offer of peace to King Sihon of Heshbon from the wilderness of Kedemoth, saying, Let us travel through your land. We will keep strictly to the highway. We will not turn to the right or to the left. You can sell us food in exchange for silver so that we may eat, and give us water for silver so that we may drink. Only let us travel on foot, just as the descendants of Esau who lived in Seir did for us, and the Moabites who lived in Ar, until we cross the Jordan into the land the Lord our God is giving us. But King Shihon of Heshbon would not let us travel through his land. For the Lord your God has made his spirit stubborn and his heart obstinate in order to take in order to hand him over to you as as has now taken place sorry about that then the lord said to me see i have begun to give sihon and his land to you begin to take possession of it so sihon and his whole army came out against us for the battle at jehaz the lord our god handed him over to us and we defeated him his sons and his whole army at that time, we captured all his cities and completely destroyed the people of every city, including the women and children. We left no survivors. We took only the livestock and the spoil from the cities we captured as plunder for ourselves. There was no city that was inaccessible to us from Aror on the rim of the Arnon Valley, along with the city in the valley, even as far as Gilead. The Lord our God gave everything to us, but you did not go near the Amorites' land. All along the bank of the Jabbok River, the cities of the hill country, or any place that the Lord our God had forbidden. Chapter 3 Then we turned and went up the road to Bashan. The king Og of Bashan came out against us with his whole army to do battle at Adrei. But the Lord said to me, Do not fear him, for I have handed him over to you along with his whole army and his land. Do to him as you did King Sihon of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon. So the Lord our God also handed over King Og of Bashan and his whole army to us. We struck him until there was no survivor left. We captured all his cities at that time. There wasn't a city that we didn't take from them. Sixty cities, the entire region of Argob the kingdom of Og in Bashan. All these were fortified with high walls, gates, and bars, besides a large number of rural villages. We completely destroyed them, as had done to King Sihon of Heshbon, destroying men, women, and children of every city. But we took all the livestock and the spoil from the cities as plunder for ourselves. At that time, we took the land from two Amorite kings across the Jordan from the Arnon Valley, as far as Mount Hermon which the Sidonians called Syrian, but the Amorites called Sinir. All the cities of that plateau, Gilead and Bashan, as far as Sal Salike and Adri, cities of Og's kingdom in Bashan. Only King Og of Bashan was left of the remnant of the Raphaim. His bed was made of iron. 
isn't it in Rabbah of the Ammonites? It is 13 and a half feet long, six feet wide by standard measure. At that time, we took possession of the land. I gave the Reubenites and the Gadites the area extending from Iror by the Arnon Valley and half the hill country of Gilead, along with the cities I gave to half the tribe of Manasseh, the rest of Gilead and all of Ashan, the kingdom of Og. The entire region of Argob, the whole territory of Ashan, used to be called the land of Rephaim. Jair, a descendant of Manasseh, took over the entire region of Argob, as far as the border of the Je- Jeshurites and the Maccathites. He called Bashan by his own name, Jair's village, as it is today. I gave Gilead to Machir, and I gave to the Reubenites and the Gadites the area extending from Gilead to the Arnon Valley. The middle of the valley was the border, and up the Jabbok River, the border of the Ammonites. The Arabah and the Jordan are also borders from Chinnereth, as far as the Sea of Arabah, the Dead Sea, under the slopes of Pisgah on the east. I command you at that time, the Lord your God has given you this land to possess. All your valiant men will cross over in battle formation ahead of your brothers, the Israelites. But your wives, dependents, and livestock, I know that you have a lot of livestock, will remain in the cities I have given you until the Lord gives you rest to your brother, gives rest to your brothers as he has to you. And they also take possession of the land that you, the Lord your God is giving them across the Jordan. Then each of you may return to his possession that I have given you. I commanded Joshua at that time, Your own eyes have seen everything the Lord your God has done to these two kings. The Lord will do the same to the kingdoms that you are about to enter. Do not be afraid of them, for the Lord your God fights for you. At that time I begged the Lord, Lord God, you have begun to show your greatness and your strong hand to your servant. For what God is there in heaven or on earth that can perform these deeds and mighty acts like yours? Please let me cross over and see the beautiful land on the other side of the Jordan, that good hill country in Lebanon. But the Lord was angry with me because of you and would not listen to me. The Lord said to me, That's enough. Do not speak to me again about this matter. Go to the top of Pisgah and look west, north, south, and east, and see it with your own eyes, for you will not cross the Jordan. But commission Joshua and encourage and strengthen him, for he will cross over ahead of the people and enable them to inherit this land that you will see. So he stayed stayed in the valley facing Beth Peor. And that's all in Deuteronomy for tonight. We'll move on to Luke. And we are in Luke chapter 6, verse 12 through 38. So Luke 6, 12 through 38. During those days, he went out to the mountain to pray and spent all night in prayer to God. When daylight came, he summoned his disciples, and he chose twelve of them, whom he also named apostles, Simon, who he also named Peter, and Andrew his brother, James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon called the Zealot, Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. 
After coming down with them, he stood on a level place with a large crowd of his disciples and a great number of people from all of Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon. They came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, and those tormented by unclean spirits were made well. The whole crowd was trying to touch him because the power was coming out from him and healing them all. Then looking up at the disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, because the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are now hungry, because you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, because you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you, insult you, and slander your name as evil, because of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day, and leap for joy. Take note. Your reward is great in heaven, for this is the way their ancestors used to treat the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your comfort. Woe to you who are now full, because you will be hungry. Woe to you who are now laughing, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all people speak well of you, for this is the way their ancestors used to treat the, pro- the false prophets. But I say to you who listen, love your enemies. Do what is good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If anyone hits you on the cheek, offer the other one also. If anyone takes away your coat, don't hold back your other shirt either. Give to everyone who asks you and from someone who takes your things. Don't ask for them back. Just as you want others to do for you, do the same for them. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do what is good to those who are good to you, I think I just read that. What credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do what is good, and lend expecting nothing in return. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High. For He is gracious to the ungrateful and evil. Be merciful, just as your Father is also merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use it, it will be measured back to you. Now we'll move to Psalm 67. And that's verse 1 through 7. May God be gracious to us and bless us. May he make his face to shine upon us so that your way may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. Let the people praise you, God. Let the people praise you. Let the nations rejoice and shout for joy, for you judge the peoples with fairness, and you lead the nations on earth. Let the peoples praise you, God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has produced its harvest, God. Our God blesses us. God will bless us, and all the ends of the earth will fear him. And last but not least, we move to Proverbs chapter 11, and we are on verse 27. The one who searches for what is good seeks favor, but if someone looks for trouble, it will come to him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. We'll talk.
talk to you. I always want to say see, but we don't see each other. We will talk to you. We'll be back uh, together for day 84. God bless.